0: Could you imagine that the story of your mountain climb could be the page in someone else's survival guide? How about that pain that you've had to walk through becomes the very thing that pushes you towards your vision? That is the heart and the mission of the Brave and Vision podcast. Welcome, ladies, to a journey of sisterhood and storytelling that connects us through our messy middles, man, those deep valleys the rivers of healing to our mountaintop climb. I want you to join me with fellow visionaries as we come to you every month with stories, inspiration, encouragement, and motivation to keep going, to keep sharing those stories, to cherish what we've walked through so that we can help others to be brave enough to live out their story. Well, hey, <laughs> what can I say? Ah, oh, I'm still basking in the affirmations and the declarations that were poured over us from the last episode. And I'm going to tell you, I needed them because I'm in transition. And you know what transition comes with change, new beginnings, reset. And it can be challenging sometimes. And really exciting all at the same (laughs) until I needed to be affirmed because I knew I was going to have to release, surrender some things almost. And I tell you that when we think about surrendering, there's a lot I'm quite sure comes to mind. And some of it might be negative because it's like, oh, gosh, I have to surrender that. But I love that surrender can actually be a blessing. And today's guest, Shakira, oh, who is this sister girl, powerhouse, social advocate, uh, doing dope things, coming around women to bless them through the birthing experience. So who who better to talk about new beginnings, right? <laughs> and the surrendering. Um, she shares with us this beautiful unwrapping of the secrets of surrendering, that it's a gift. Yes, a process. But when you release, oh, how it opens doors for love. As a matter of fact, if you've been following the Brave and Vision uh, podcast journey, you've heard this voice before. As a matter of fact, she was the first guest on the podcast. Yes, episode number two. And on that episode, she spoke about Oh, my gosh, her journey to surrendering, of letting go and how it created space and opportunity for love to enter in. Oh, beautiful. And at that time, she was launching her book. And I just want to encourage you. I put it in the description. Go grab it. It's going to bless you. It's going to walk you through the process of surrendering. And I'm telling you, it has helped me. It's opened my eyes. And today, Shakira Hill-Taylor is about to bless us with gems and nuggets of the secrets to surrendering. And I'm going to tell you, hey, grab your notepad again and your pen. You're going to need it. And I want you to make it all the way to the end because, oh, how she affirms. Oh, my goodness, how she speaks over us how she pushes and challenges us to go forward in the releasing and the letting go the surrendering to open our hearts up for more ooh it's good y'all
1: hey everyone it's Shakira i'm so excited to be here with you today kenya you are a rock a warrior a goddess Thank you so much for inviting me into your community. Today, we're going to be talking about the secrets of surrender. A couple years ago, I wrote a book about letting go. And that book had invited questions from people all over the world about what it means to surrender. What does letting go actually look like? Well, I believe this year, 2020, has forced us all to let go, whether we wanted to or not. Our plans, some of us, our dreams and hopes for some, feelings of certainty. We've had to let them go. But surrender is not something that we should be afraid of. Surrender is not our enemy. Surrendering is not designed to hurt us. The gift of surrender is for our benefit and it works in our favor so let's jump into it so when we talk about surrender it's understanding that it means to willfully um to willfully lay down to let go of something to uh raise up a hand in acknowledgement of letting go of control In some instances, it's used in a militarized context. Surrender can mean to um, give up in, in a battle. And all of these definitions are so applicable for our conversation. The first secret to surrender is to know that surrender is a gift. When we are invited to let something go, It is a gift, an invitation for us to open our hand for something more. When I was confronted with the reality of letting go a previous marriage from from some years ago, I was so terrified about what that would mean for my future. And in my very limited purview, I couldn't see that Letting go of the marriage that was toxic and unhealthy, full of abuse, was actually designed for me to open up towards a pathway to true emotional, spiritual, mental, and physical healing. Had I held on to that marriage, I would not be the woman that I am today. And I can honestly say that The woman I am today is more mature, I'm more joyful, and I am truly free. But I had to see surrender as a gift. I had to see letting go as a gift. So number one, surrender is a gift. Number two, surrender is an everyday practice. Each day we have the opportunity to hold on to the things of the past and to grasp too tightly to wanting certainty of the future. But if we hold on to each, it keeps us from being present. And if we hold on too tightly, we can't greet each new day with an open mindset towards whatever gifts the day wants to bring us. And so we need to be in the continual practice every morning of waking up and letting go. Now, you might be thinking, that sounds good theoretically, Shakira, but how do I actually let go? Well, let's talk about it. Let's talk through some examples. We are in one of the most unprecedented, tense, racially fraught, uncertain in fragmented times in modern history. And no doubt there are concerns that you're carrying in to each day. But what if you, for a moment, decided that uncertainty, I'm going to choose to put that down for a moment. I'm not going to meditate on my concerns. I'm going to let it go. And I'm going to open my mind to the possibility of Something different. Maybe you don't know how a bill is going to get paid. Maybe you're worried about your child's schooling. Maybe you're concerned about the health of your loved ones. Can I tell you that meditating on the worry is not going to change the outcome of your circumstance? Holding on to the fear, to the concern is actually physiologically unhealthy for you. And so each day, if you choose to take those worries and set them aside and open your mind to the possibility of the best outcome, if you're like me, you're probably somebody who thinks that, well, if I worry enough, then I'm preparing myself for the the worst outcome so it won't sting as much. Even if you feel like you're preparing yourself for the worst outcome, if the worst is to come, It's going to sting no matter what. And so it does us no good to each day to hold on to our worries. So here's the practice for you. At the top of your day, if you can, keep a notebook beside your bed. I want you to create a list of your worries. What are they? I want you to write them down on that list. Then I want you to close that notebook And put it inside your drawer or somewhere out of your sight. That is you committing to setting, surrendering your worries. Laying them down. Doesn't mean you're giving into your worries. You're laying them down. You're acknowledging, I can't control the outcome. But I don't have to meditate on the worst case scenario. Let's consider another scenario. Let's say you've been holding on to some anger or hurt or bitterness, perhaps towards yourself, someone that you care about, maybe even someone who is a friend that you've decided to no longer be in friendship or community with. What if you decided each day that rather than holding on to that hurt, you're going to lay it down and you're going to open your heart to the possibility of loving Loving from a place of absolute forgiveness. Loving from a place of unfiltered compassion. Loving from a place of empathy and saying that, yeah, maybe what they did hurt me or maybe that thing I did wasn't the best. Maybe I didn't make the wisest decisions. Maybe I didn't engage with that person in a way that was healthy for myself or for them. But I'm going to choose to show myself compassion. I'm going to choose to show them compassion. I'm going to lay the bitterness down. I'm going to lay the hurt down. I'm going to lay the unforgiveness down. Imagine how much lighter you will feel. So we've talked about the first secret of surrender is that surrender is a gift. Letting go is a gift designed for us to open our hands for something new. Surrender is a daily practice. In the same way that we brush our teeth every morning and evening, we also have to let things go on a daily basis. The third secret to surrender is that not only are you surrendering to that thing, but you're also surrendering to yourself. So many of us live detached from the interiority of our thoughts and how our thoughts become our words and our words become our behaviors. But as you surrender the things of your life that are not fruitful for you, you're actually surrendering to your most highest elevated self. I mentioned at the top of this conversation that I was in a marriage that was very unhealthy. It was abusive. It was toxic. And I tried so hard to hold on to it. And when I made the decision to let it go, both in the theoretical sense, the emotional sense, but also in the very real tangible sense by choosing to terminate that marriage. When I let it go, I then found myself becoming more elevated in my thoughts. I became more connected to what I would meditate on. The kind of woman that I was internally, how I was navigating relationship with my soul and really started to pay attention to what does that look like for me? And when I surrender that marriage, I surrendered to myself and said, self, I want to see you become the highest, most elevated version of you. I want to see you manifest into the most beautiful and blossomed version of you. I wanna see what you look like with joy, with peace, with kindness, with gentleness, and with patience. When we're choosing to surrender, we're given the opportunity to surrender to ourselves, to come into new relationship with ourselves, to be in commune with a new iteration of our being, to evolve, to to let go of our past, to let go of the bitterness, to let go of hurt, to let go of unforgiveness, to let go of pain. And it doesn't mean that we don't acknowledge our emotions because our emotions are helpful navigators for how we're doing and how we're walking through the world. But it also means that we don't bow down to our emotions. It means that we acknowledge them, we look at them with compassion, and we we treat them with care. And then we care and tend to ourselves by surrendering ourselves. And then the final secret to surrender is that you're not alone. When we are invited to let something go, whether it is emotions or pain, maybe it's a relationship, maybe it is a dream. Oh, I've had to let so many dreams go. It can feel like we're the only person in the world letting that thing go, or that we have to walk through the path of surrender alone. But can I tell you that you are not alone? We are in community, whether we wanna accept that or not. As human beings on this earth, we are all united in some inextricable way. When I was invited to let some things go in my life, there has been no other time that I've seen community show up more because I made myself vulnerable in the process of letting go. And so as you identify the things that you need to surrender, the things in your life that you need to let go. I want you to also think about what it looks like to open yourself to community, to let people in, to grieve with you through the process of what you have to let go, to allow them to celebrate you in the bravery of letting things go, to allow them to hold you accountable, to not pick up the things that you have agreed to let go. Surrender is a gift. Surrender is a daily practice. Surrender is designed for you to surrender to your most highest elevated self, your most compassionate self. And surrender is not a practice that you do in solitude. And so, can I just speak life over you today? For anyone who is hurting Who feels broken and despair. Who's feeling like they have so many doubts. They don't know where to even fit hope in. For anyone who's tired of crying and worrying about where the next meal is going to come from. We lay it down. We surrender our brokenness. We surrender our pain. We surrender our doubt, our lack of faith, and we open our hands to you, God. To you, the good giver of every perfect gift, knowing that you are working everything in our favor. Knowing that you tell us not to worry about tomorrow because today has enough trouble of its own. And that if you care for the sparrows and the lilies of the field, how much more will you care for your creation that you made in your image? We thank you for the invitation to let go. We thank you for the gift of surrender. We thank you for the discipline to let go on a daily basis and to trust you We thank you. We surrender. Selah.
0: Are you feeling affirmed? Didn't that feel good to have that beautiful voice speak life over you? To speak over you What you can do when you do release. So do something with me. Open your hands up real quick. And with your palms up, truly just open your hand completely and release. Now, bring your hands, your fingers together and grab a hold of what you're about to get because you released. Oh, hmm. (laughs) So good, y'all. Well, y'all be blessed. I can't wait to get back with you next week. I love you and I really mean it. And there's nothing you can do about it. And thank you for us doing this together because we're better when we are together. All right, now y'all take care.